Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Julia here today, and unfortunately Erin couldn't join us. Our schedules couldn't align for recording this week, and also her dog, Milo, had to undergo surgery um, and is now recovering. Thankfully, he's recovering well, but it is quite a journey, and she has to spend a lot of time monitoring him, so we want to give her time and space to take care of that and help Milo along. And so obviously that takes precedent, and so I'm taking the reins this week, and in thinking about what I want to talk about with this episode, I want to do something very specific to being a full-time artist, since that is my experience. Um, And I also had a recently heard a phrase, not, I shouldn't say recently heard a phrase, this is a very common phrase, that just got me thinking, um, and got me thinking about what were some of the roadblocks, or what were some of the stories I used to tell myself before, I shouldn't say used to, I still tell myself about being a full-time artist. And one of these stories is that if it was easy, everybody would do it. And insinuating that it has to be a struggle. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be an uphill battle. You're in it. You have to grind. And the more I think about that phrase and the more I think about the times that I was told that maybe growing up or before making a choice to do something that was a bit out of the ordinary, I really didn't feel very empowered by that phrase ever. It made me just feel if anything, like it took my power away and that I was going to have to just struggle and struggle and struggle in order to be happy, which really doesn't make sense, right? If what I'm choosing to do is something that makes me happy, but I'm already being told that it's going to be hard and it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be an uphill battle, you know, that's not the most supportive thing to hear. It's not the most, um, you know, exciting, invigorating thing to hear. And the thing is, is that I can tell you now on the other side of it, having chosen to do art full time, and once again, it's not all smooth sailing, but I will tell you it's a lot easier than anybody has ever told you it is. Truly, I can tell you that. It is a lot easier than you think. And it is a lot more fun and exciting and it is far more fulfilling than I've ever felt. And I can say that wholeheartedly and the struggle or you know that, that struggle that everybody used to warn me about is no it pales in comparison to the joy that doing what I love all day long brings me. And I really really want to have that phrase become obsolete and or for us to all just reframe it in our brains that yeah, it might not be easy, but it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be very much worth it. And yeah, there'll be hard times and there'll be ups and downs, but I have to tell you that the ups and the downs are the spice of life. <laughs> and I can say that most of the times I've had quote unquote downs in my business, there's always been some sort of, I don't know if it's like some kind of divine intervention or something looking out for me, but I feel like it's always the next thing is around the corner whenever I start to doubt myself. And I don't know if this is just me, but I really do believe that as um, artists and entrepreneurs, our passion for what we do just creates opportunities for us almost naturally. You know, there's this um, study that was done that shows what lights up our brains the most, and it's enthusiasm. 
and enthusiasm is actually the one of these like super contagious more than love more than like laughter more than anything our brain really responds to enthusiasm and when we are artists I mean, our art is something we're extremely excited and passionate and enthusiastic about. And so I have to believe that because being an artist is intrinsically about being passionate for something, that we actually are really set apart and we are set ahead of a lot of other people who maybe go down paths out of convenience or out of, you know, this is the right thing to do, or this would be, you know, this has kind of been given to me. For example, maybe you have a family business that has been in the family for years and the obvious next step was for you to take that on and to go down that path. Or your dad's also a banker. So you're like, well, maybe I should follow that. I'm telling you that and maybe maybe that is exciting for you or maybe it's not i'm telling you that i firmly believe you are going to hit more roadblocks going down a path you were not excited about that you were not enthusiastic about than than you are going down that quote unquote harder you know the path that that everybody would go down if it was easy and a side note about that phrase also is that it also implies that you know, if everybody had the choice, you know, they would choose to be an artist. If everybody had the choice, they would choose to be an actress because it would be, you know, just fun. Well, being an actress is hard and it, there's a lot of craft that goes into it. Being an artist requires a ton of skill and craft and not just anybody could do it. Not just anybody can be a fantastic artist. And if what they're insinuating is that, you know, it's easy to just make art, but it's hard to sell it, that also really is degrading in a lot of ways. It implies that your talent isn't valuable, so you're going to have a hard time selling it and making money at it because it's just not really a valuable skill. And if everybody could, they they would just, they could do it. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is I really dislike this phrase and I really think we all need to reframe in our minds that first off, what you do, what you're passionate about and what you're good at is valuable and it is worth being praised for and not everybody could do it and not everybody even wants to do it. That you are unique, you are one of a kind and your gifts are your own and not everybody could do it. Second off, it also doesn't have to be hard all the time. It can be easy and it can work out and it's going to be great. <laughs> and so having the story built up in your mind that it's going to be a struggle and an uphill battle from the get-go is really, really destructive and we all need to stop doing that. There are so many things that are hard in life. I mean, being a doctor is extremely hard, but a lot of people go down that route because it's I mean, it's obviously a very esteemable, amazing thing to do, but a lot of people, I myself included, when I went to when I went to college, went down the path of pre-med because it seemed like the thing I should do. It's also very hard, probably equally hard, maybe even harder than being a full-time artist. And as I was saying before, if I had go, gone down the road of being a doctor, for example, um, because I actually was planning on it, I was pre-med at one point in my college career, I guarantee that path would have been a lot harder for me, truthfully, than doing the thing that I know I'm really good at and the thing I love the most. 
I guarantee you, I mean, I obviously don't have the lived experience to know if it would be harder because I chose a different path, but I feel quite certain that because it's something I was not extremely passionate about, it would have been a lot harder to wake up in the morning and go study for another biology exam, for example, or, you know, get up and go do rotations in a hospital if that's, I don't even like blood. Blood makes me want to faint. Like, it would be really, really hard for me to want to wake up and go do that. I would so much rather wake up in the morning and go to my art studio. So there in and of itself, it's already easier. (laughs) It's already easier to do the thing that everybody says is so hard because you want to. The key, like I said before, is the enthusiasm piece. And if you are enthusiastic and you are passionate about something, I believe it is your, it is your right, it is your responsibility to pursue it because it's going to be easier for you than anybody else. I don't know if any of my rant makes sense, but I really hope it does. What I'm trying to say is that thing that you love, that you so badly want to do, and that you've built up in your head that you can't do because it's hard and nobody else does that and everybody would do that if they could so clearly it must not be a real job and clearly it must not be valuable no no I'm here to tell you that the reason everybody else doesn't do it is because they couldn't do it they don't know how to do it they maybe aren't passionate about it but you are and so you're supposed to do it you're not supposed to go do the thing you hate you're supposed to go do the thing you want Because if you're doing the thing you want, it's going to be 10 times easier for you to wake up in the morning and go do it. So if you needed a sign, if any sign, that you should go do that thing, this is it. (laughs) This is it. And this is me giving you permission. Obviously, nobody can give you permission other than yourself, but maybe you need that little extra push. This is me giving you permission to go do it and to take that leap of faith. And the next part of this episode that I'm going to talk about is you know, okay, now you've gone and you've decided to do the thing that you're going to do. You're going to be a full-time artist. You're going to be, you know, a hat maker. You're going to be a baker. Whatever it is, you've chosen to go down that path. Okay. And you know in your heart that it's going to be easier for someone like you because you are good at it and because you are passionate. But that's not to say, you know, there is some truth in every in every saying, I guess, that it's going to be easy all the time. It won't be easy all the time. So here are some ways that I have learned to navigate those ups and downs because I think what becomes really tough in being a full-time artist for me is that that voice in my head, that phrase comes up and when things start getting hard, I'm like, oh, this is what they were talking about. Oh my God, it's going to take over. I'm going to fail. Everything's going to go to shit and like I'm epically... I'm epically going to lose and it's going to be awful because just like they said, it was going to be really, really hard. First off, you need to learn to quiet that voice because everybody's cautionary tale is not going to come true. Just because you hit one speed bump doesn't mean another speed bump's going to absolutely follow it next. It's not like you're just suddenly, you've been on a roller coaster and you're just absolutely going, you know, off the rails now. There's going to be a bit of, you're going to go down the roller coaster, but there's going to be, if it's a fun ride, and it is because you love what you do, there's going to be an up, you know. It might be down for a little longer than you expected, but hey, there's going to be a really awesome up on the other end of it. And you have to trust that. And it's really hard and so much easier 
said than done. And um, I don't have a perfect solution to, you know, suppressing those voices in your head when does when things do start to go wrong or things aren't going your way to quiet that in your mind and know that this is temporary. This is temporary. And I do think that this gets easier with time. And I think there's something to be said about going through enough lived experiences to see that things do turn out okay. Um, I think when we are young and we're starting out in our careers, any little thing that goes wrong, we are like assuming the worst. But as you go through and you do it more and more, the more comfortable you become with when there is a down, you know that it's going to be okay because it's been okay before and why wouldn't it be okay now? So I think it's going to take some time to get there for yourself. But one thing I just keep repeating to myself, and this is going to sound like so obvious and I feel even silly sharing this as like a piece of advice, but I always just continue to repeat to myself, everything's going to be okay. It's supposed to be okay and it will be okay. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And once I just continue to repeat that mantra in my brain, when I start to go down that spiral of, oh my God, I didn't sell enough paintings. Oh my God, like how am I going to pay my bills? Oh my God. Like, and things just start to get, I start to absolutely, you know, self-destruct here. I just start to repeat to myself, everything's going to be okay. It's supposed to be okay. I'm supposed to be doing this. Now, before you are even in this, you know, downward spiral and you have that voice in your head that, you know, everything's going to shit now, um, I have also learned that there's a lot of work to be done when you're on the up and up. So I'm talking about how to handle the downs, but there's work you got to do on the up too so that you can prepare yourself for the down. And I don't mean that in like a nihilist, you know, um self-fulfilling prophecy kind of way that there's going to be a down, but it, it will it will happen inevitably. There'll be some sort of down in some way. It could be a personal thing in your life that just, you know, sets you off track in your work life. It could be, there's a million things. I won't bore you with all the examples, but there will be a down. And not saying you need to, you know, always assume that the worst is going to happen, but like I said, there's work to be done on the up and up. And the work you do on the up and up I think is what best prepares you. When you're in the down, it's hard to think rationally and to do work that's going to actually make a difference in that time. So when you are, things are going great, smooth sailing, I want you to make subtle shifts in your mindset. And this subtle shift can look like something as simple as when you make a really small sale, Okay, like you just sold something that was 20 bucks. Okay, let's just say that. I want you to get super excited about it. <laughs> and that's going to sound silly. I want you to go home and I want you to be like, wow, I need to kick back and treat myself because, wow, I made that sale. That is fantastic. Like, you know, obviously not to the point of, I mean, it sounds like ridiculous, but I'm telling you, start celebrating the super, super small minutiae of the, those sales, all the sales, celebrate them all, but even the small ones and make a big deal of them, t tell someone about them, say something about them, speak it out loud and announce that you are doing really well. Like, wow, I made this sale today, no matter how small. Because when you are celebrating those small wins, you, A, are validating your hard work. And then when you get to the place of being in a down, if just one little tiny good thing happens while you are in that, you know, you had a peak and now you're in a valley, one little 
tiny good thing happens in that valley, you have a reason to celebrate. You are used to celebrating and you will find that suddenly, you know, you have a little hill, you have a little bit of a peak that you just got because you are, and you're slowly climbing your way out of that hole because you are celebrating the small stuff and finding the little miracles as they say, or just finding the little things to celebrate in your day-to-day life is huge. I will also say I've been talking and giving examples about celebrating sales, but you also need to learn to celebrate stuff that is completely within your control and is not something that is externally controlled. For example, like a sale, you know, ultimately it's another person's choice to buy something of yours so that is outside of your control. And if that's all you are celebrating, I'm telling you you're going to live a life of like people pleasing and constantly seeking validation from about your art versus finding it within. So start celebrating when you make a really awesome painting. Start, start saying it because I think someone often as artists, we, you know, where it's like, oh, all my children are equal. I love all my paintings. It's like, no, we have, we have favorite paintings. Like I painted a painting on Monday this week that I freaking love. I love it. I really do. I'm really, really proud of it. It's probably the best painting I've painted in a while. And I think uh, I'm used to just being like, oh, you know, here's another painting and not expressing any sort of like enthusiasm one way or the other about this painting, just putting it out there into the world. But I actually went on my Instagram story and I'm like, wow, I love this painting. I might keep it if someone doesn't buy it. And I'm serious. Like I probably, I might. I've already told my boyfriend we needed to find a wall space for it because I really, really love it. And funny enough, like admitting that I love something that I created gave me more of a high than I think even somebody buying it. Like I'm more excited about that painting and keeping it potentially than I am about somebody buying it. And having that be a high and and not having it be related to finances is so amazing. And I think that it's so it sounds so obvious. And I think that maybe when we were were in art school, I know when I was in art school, I definitely got more excited about a painting um, when I just made it and I really liked it than than if anybody else did. Um, But when you get out of school and you get into that pattern of selling work and seeking validation from other people, it it becomes this kind of toxic cycle and we need to disrupt it and get back to validating ourselves. And so yeah, that's the work that I I found I find really valuable to do when we're on the up and up. I also think that okay, to be just completely practical with you guys, you need to have I mean, and I'm not a fine this is not a finance account, but you need to have some savings so that you know, if you've got a bad month happening, you're going to be just fine, okay? And this is an obvious statement, but I really really think that it has helped me have peace of mind during all of this because if I didn't have any savings and I was living paycheck to paycheck, um, which I still, I mean, I'm not dipping into savings, but I I would be feeling far more anxious and having far more of a, you know, response to a bad sale, sales month than I currently am. So that being said, you know, do, do the thing you got to do to keep yourself um, sane and feeling secure in your finances so that you can ride those ups and downs. Uh, but also I think that knowing that there's always another opportunity around the corner. There really is. And I think it's so easy to get locked into this headspace that like, oh my God, well, what if I never get another commission or no one ever buys another painting? Here, here's an example. That is not true. And I actually was starting to get into that headspace earlier this week. And then out of the blue, randomly, this woman reached out to me and wants to buy a painting that I painted three years ago and completely forgotten about. This is not a new painting. It wasn't something I was hustling to sell. It wasn't something that I was 
trying to push on social media and it's sold. No, this was completely random. So those little tiny miracles, they happen. They'll come along. And like I said, very much at the top of this episode, it can be easy. Good things do happen. It can just go to plan. And it does more often than not, truly. Um, And I think that when you start trusting that good things will come and good things will happen, they just do. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have any kinds of, um, I don't have a science behind it. I don't have words necessarily for this, but I'm telling you guys that when you just trust that everything's going to turn out okay and you tell yourself that I'm right where I'm supposed to be, I know it's all going to be okay, it's always been okay, it just starts to fall into place. I don't know. I wish I could make it more complicated than that, but it's easy. And I really think the lie that it has to be hard all the time needs to end. Needs to end here. It's not arrogant to say it's easy. It's not arrogant to say you're happy. It's not arrogant to say that this is the best you've ever felt. It's not arrogant to say I love what I just painted and to celebrate the small things. It's not delusional. It's not crazy. You're not crazy to want to do the thing that you are passionate about. You are supposed to do it. And it can be fun, it can be easy, and you absolutely are capable of riding those ups and downs. And don't let the fear that it could be hard and that it could be stressful keep you from doing it. Because I can tell you it's kept, it kept me far longer than I'd care to admit, and it makes me really sad. It makes me really sad that it ever um, gave me pause, it ever pushed back, made me ever held me back and I don't want to hold anybody else back ever again. So um, with that, I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for following along on this journey and for listening to the ups and downs in my life. And if you like this episode and it spoke to you in some way, I'd love to hear about it. Please DM me at juliahagen underscore art or at jessogirls. I'll respond to both. Um, Also, feel free to share this episode if somebody else needs to hear this. Maybe if another artist friend who's feeling a little down the dumps and they need to pick me up. I hope that this would help. And thank you guys so much again and stay tuned for next week.